today on Just Jana? The key to unwinding the stress of your day. I can help you in the next 15 minutes. This is the Just Jana podcast, a show for mom bosses who are looking for simple strategies and quality information in the areas of fitness, parenting, health, and life in general. Here's Jana. Hello, hello, mom bosses. It is Jana Danielson, episode three of Just Jana, stories from a mom boss. Thank you so much for joining me today. What we're talking about today, gang, is a concept called unwinding, okay? So imagine, um, well, the winding process, okay? Sometimes you may have heard someone say, I am just wound so tight, or she was just wound so tight, or in those days where maybe you're talking super fast and you're just going from one activity to the next, to the next, to the next, we get wound pretty tight, We see thousands and thousands of people walk through the doors at my studio at Lead Pilates and Clinic Lead Integrated Health Therapies, and sometimes people are wound really, really tight. And what I wanted to talk about today with you and help you understand is that uh, the nervous system, all right, and you might think, oh, I don't know, I don't, what do I want to listen to 15 minutes on the nervous system? But but stay with me because I'm going to loop this back to your quality of life and your ability to, first of all, recognize when you're starting to get wound a little bit tight. Because let's face it, how impactful are you at work? How impactful are you with your family when you are wound tight? I had a morning, I'm going to say about 10 days ago, where I was not at my best, all right? Um, I think you know if you've listened to the first couple episodes. So I'm the mom of three teenage boys. And I have two that are, I'm going to say, pretty decent at starting their morning. But I have one special little boy in my life who... (laughs) is slightly nocturnal. And you know what? And I don't understand why it's him. I heard that someone told me once that the time that you birth your baby at will determine if they are a quote unquote morning person or a night owl. Okay. So I have my bookends, as I call them, were 10 o'clock at night and 20 to 12 at midnight. They are my two that are pretty good at getting up. My middle boy was 6.20 in the morning. So either that strategy is not true or it's like the opposite because um, my sweet will was having a hard morning getting up. And so I went down to his room probably for like the 10th time, I'm sure, in about a 20-minute period, with for, which first of all didn't, didn't help things. Um, and so... By the time he got in the shower and I realized, you know, class starts in 15 minutes and I went down and I like banged on his bathroom door like, like literally a crazy person. I, I almost put, well, not that I put my, almost put my hand through the door, but it felt like that. So much so that my younger son was like, mom, are you okay? So it was like this Medusa with the snakes in her head came out of my body. And that's not normally me, but I was in major fight or flight mode. And guess what that did 
to Will's morning. And guess what that did to Tommy's morning? Everybody left. We didn't say a word to each other. Um, the door slammed. And I am going to admit, there were a few tears um, after they left because I was like, what? Can I just rewind the last 20 minutes of my life and try this again? So... I want to dive in a little bit today to the the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system and help you understand that in those moments when we're trying to be at our best and really own that boss mom kind of persona, um, what is going on and, and how to recognize when maybe our fight or flight is dominating the rest and digest and how we can work toward just changing that. And don't get me wrong, there are going to be Medusa mom moments, okay? You are not going to get away from that. Um, But if we can maybe have a different perspective or mindset or approach to it, um, maybe getting our point across can just be a little less traumatic on everybody. So let me help you understand this first. There are two parts of our nervous system, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. All right. And I'm not going to use these big words that much. I'm going to give you just um, digestible words that you can use to help you understand the difference. So if we were cave women and we were, you know, um, the men of our tribe were out hunting and we were doing some gathering of, I don't know what, nuts and leaves I don't know what we were furrowing for some sort of berries maybe and if we heard rustling in the bushes it was it's kind of like that you might call it your spidey sense or your women's intuition you just know you're not sure why but you want to get yourself out of that situation that's what our sympathetic nervous system was meant to do when we were cave women all right it was like I hear something I am getting out of here right now. It is called fight or flight. It is supposed to be balanced by the second part of the nervous system, which is called the parasympathetic, which we lovingly call rest and digest. So it's kind of like, you know, the yin and the yang, the peanut butter and the jelly, um, you know, however you want to, you know, Red wine and some really good sushi, those are two things that go really well together for me sometimes. Um, That you, You have both of them. But here's the deal, you guys. I heard a stat, I don't know, maybe like a year ago, that said in a 24 hour period, we are taking in through our eyes and our ears 70 to 80,000 images, sounds, words, um, that's a lot. So that is a lot of data coming at our brain. And we have become a society that is used to like drinking from a garden hose, basically. And, you know, you kind of cough and sputter and then you go on to your next thing. And that's actually what drives the sympathetic. So that fight or flight, when you are, when you think to yourself, oh my gosh, it's one o'clock in the afternoon. I haven't had a sip of water. Actually, I haven't even had a, a bite of food, okay? The body at that point has gone into starvation mode. You're putting food in your body. It is hanging on to every single calorie you put into it. Um, as a farm girl, I'm going to give you a farm analogy. Um, so when you harvest 
in the fall and you dump the grain from the combine into the grain truck and the grain truck goes and you go and you want to store your grain in the granary, you use an auger. And so that auger, if you were to dump that truck too quickly, the auger would not keep up and it would not be efficient. It might get plugged. Um, So you are playing into this world, this mindset of chaos by depriving yourself, essentially. Listen to people's language these days. You ask somebody how they're doing, they'll give you the canned answer, I'm, I'm good. Or if they continue on, like no longer do we say, yeah, you know what, things are kind of busy today, but we use we use different words, like different adjectives. I am super busy. I am uber busy. Like we, we don't, busy is not busy enough. We have to add that other word. And even just the language we use, ladies, will impact our mindset, okay? That, that mom boss mindset goes into fight or flight. And if you are in those moments for the majority of your day, it's not optimal for your health, for the health of your family. It just it just is not, okay? So when you're thinking about fight or flight, there are moments when you need that, but we have to spend time thinking about the other side, which is the nurturing rest and digest. Time for a quick break. Top up your water, run to the bathroom if you need. I want to share a testimonial from mom bosses just like you who took a few minutes to leave us a testimonial. Here's a testimonial from Sandra Panko. I've been enjoying the integrated health services at LEAD for over two years and began taking a variety of Pilates classes the pa- this past year. Jana and the staff at LEAD truly care for the health and well being of their clients. The support I'm receiving dealing with previous sports injuries is amazing. Their continuum of care seamlessly crosses all of their services. With my healing in mind, my instructors and care practitioners are working from the same playbook. It's a brilliant model that aims to support and strengthen the whole person slash body. I'm incredibly appreciative of the teaching and care that everyone at LEAD has provided. If you are even a little bit curious about what LEAD offers, just open the door. You'll feel welcome from the moment you step inside. Thanks for the comments. Leave a rating and review and yours could be featured on a future episode. Okay, now back to the show. Just those words, rest and digest. We want to be nurturing the parasympathetic when we are sitting down to eat. So that might mean closing your laptop or not being in front of the TV when you eat. Um, One of my team members at LEAD... As a nutritionist, one of the tips she has given in a workshop that we offered a few months ago was that like literally in between every bite of food or if you're having cereal or soup, put that utensil down after every single bite because that just creates this transition between tasting your food, chewing your food, digesting your food. I don't know about you guys, but there are times where I will eat And like five minutes later, I'll look at my container if I'm at work and I'll just think to myself, what the hell did I just eat? Like, I don't even know what I tasted because it's just been shoveling. And I think that comes to us just naturally. You know, as a mom, the boys were, I had three kids under four at one point. And if you didn't shovel your food, it was cold. 
my on my Baba's farm, it sometimes reminds me we would go and feed the pigs and we would put the slop in the trough and like these pigs would come and it was always inevitable. The littlest little pig would be slow and there would be nothing left at the end. So we get these like kind of concepts or strategies in our mind that really stick with us for a long time. And I'm here to tell you that we need to flip that, all right? So how do you nurture your parasympathetic nervous system? Simple things like diaphragmatic breathing is really important. And so when you inhale through your nose for a count of four or five and exhale out of your mouth, it actually will trigger that concept of relaxation, all right? And so, or calming or clarity, whatever you need. And so you will notice that you're not breathing into your collarbone anymore, but you're actually just using the entire diaphragm, which is our main muscle of respiration, to get you just to come down a few notches. When you do... Um, breathing this way, even if it's just five or six breath cycles, you know, before you turn into Medusa, it does give you a different mindset. It creates a little bit of clarity and it allows you to maybe make a different choice for whatever action is coming up next. Okay. So the rest and digest not only obviously at mealtime as you prepare to have a solid night's sleep, but just times during the day. Some of you may be familiar. One of my most favorite um, kind of high-performance coaches, I read a lot of Brendan Burchard's work. I love his book, High Performance Habits. And in his book, he talks about transition times in your day. And there are like, there could be up to a hundred or more transition times in your day. It could be when you leave your house and before you get to work, that's a transition time before you have your first meeting of the day. Or if you can understand those transitions and if you can package them at the end of your day, when you package those transitions, you are going to be much more likely to end your day recapping the you know the 12 hours the 14 hours whatever was your day with a little bit of a different perspective because you know what when you don't acknowledge the transitions ladies what is the thing you remember most about at the end of your day the crappy meeting you had or the fact that you forgot to pack something to school or you remember those negative things and that's how you go to bed and that's the seed that you are laying down on your pillow with. And what we want to do actually is start to flip that. We want to end our day in a way that is nurturing and gentle because there are going to be those days where things completely go sideways. And if you understand that, if you understand that and acknowledge that and and own that, but know that tomorrow is a new day, uh, this information that I've shared with you will hopefully be able to give you a little bit of perspective. I think being gentle on ourselves is something that we're not good at and we carry this heavy load of bricks and every day that we kind of have a crappy day, we add another brick. And what that does actually is it adds to the fight or flight. It adds to the sympathetic. It adds to the heaviness. And I don't know about you. But I'm tired of the heaviness. I want to have days where there is more light than more heavy. Because you know what? There are going to be heavy days. 
that's just the reality. But if I have a bunch of light days in between that, it completely changes the way that I manage and navigate um, the heavy ones. And so I want to leave you with that today. I want you to understand that there are these two, the yin and the yang, the peanut butter, the jelly, the sushi and the red wine. There is that in you. And I want you to make sure that you understand that when you are being gentle on yourself, you need to find a way to tap into that parasympathetic, um, you know, a cup of tea, a Pilates class, whatever you do to nurture your soul, um, make it a priority. All right. You've heard when you're getting ready to take off on an airplane, the flight attendant says, in the case of emergency, the oxygen masks will fall from the ceiling. Don your own mask before helping others. And that's what I want to leave you with today is that don your own mask, tap into the nurturing, tap into that parasympathetic, and you will, you will mom boss your day in a way that maybe you haven't. And that's my, that's my hope. Thanks a lot, ladies, for joining me today. I feel like I need to go get some red wine and sushi. I'll see you on the next episode. To get in touch with Jana, go to leadpilates.com or for information about her online studio, head over to metadistrict.com. Recorded and produced at Sound Lounge by T-Bone. Please give me love. Listen, it's what we're hoping for every day of our audience, our fans, our customers, that they listen to who we are, to what we are. But it only happens when your idea is delivered well in a way that makes them feel the message. Using every audio resource available today, Sound Lounge by T-Bone takes the intention and captures it, enhances it, and presents it to your audience with power and purpose. Whether you're shooting a movie, recording a song, crafting a brand, or simply putting a story down for the future, consider T-Bone dedicated to the craft of audio engineering. He will deliver the attention your project deserves. Sound Lounge by T-Bone.